the Black Mike Games podcast. I gotta enunciate because I was getting my ring that fell off my finger because I took it off because I'm an idiot. Um, so it didn't fall off your finger. You, you took it off. Yeah, sure. I, it's, it's, I'm sorry. Semantics, way, semantics. The way the sound in my headphones is sounded like your brain fell out, not your ring fell out. I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, yeah, okay. Josh Josh is uh, Josh is high. And <laughs> we, can, we can convince him to do anything this week. Say hi, Josh. I wish I was high as a kite. Josh, Josh recently during the last stream admitted that to me live on air that he wanted to stuff saline into his testicles. I saw that what? video. I'm fucking. <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm, so Jeff, yeah. Jeff shared a video about a guy injecting saline into his junk. It's an interview. It's an interview. Yeah. And um, it's, it's interesting. But at the uh, same time, it's like, Why? <laughs> Why not? Oh boy. That that third voice you hear um is a man that will never ever do anything horrible like that in his life. His body's too pure. He's too pure of a boy. It's Alan. Hi Alan. Hi. Hi. How was uh, how was being cool? What do you mean? I mean you know, you're a cool guy. You're 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 a strapping young man. You're pretty on the down low. You're clean. What? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know going. what you're doing. Trying to do. I don't know where like, I'm going not with this either. It's not working. I should stop. I'm the idiot. Jeff. Go back to the saline and the nuts. We need to talk about that. What the fuck even is that? Okay, I'll send it to you, bud. All right. I mean, considering that most of our group chat is mainly just me sending you memes, <laughs> and you not responding. Because I don't need to respond. Hey, the Night Cafe one is pretty funny. Not really. That's also an older one. Yeah. But you would totally go there. So there's the Dick Show. It's the from the Dick Show. Oh, so I it, don't watch the Dick Show, so that's probably why I don't know about it. So he uh, he recently, well, well, like probably about two years ago, the guy who he's interviewing in this... Um, Came over and he inflated his balls with saline. Yep. Live on air. And so he's talking about like the feeling and stuff like that. And while this is happening, he's talking. He's, he, the entire show, he's trying to get his co-host, the audio engineer, Sean, to um, do, the, do it with him so he's not a loser. And Sean's like, yep, totally. I'm totally going to do it. It's totally going to happen. Yeah, absolutely, Dick. Dick, I'm totally going to do this. And then, like, the day comes and Sean goes, I wasn't actually going to do it. What the fuck? Because <laughs> Sean's an outstanding member of society, you know, pays his taxes, loves his kids. You know. As you do. Yeah. And uh, Dick isn't. So, uh, yeah, one of them got saline in the balls. I think it would be, f I think it would be funny to do. But I also think that, like, if if we were to do it, it would be one of those things where, like, there would be a video out coming out of it. If that makes sense. Uh-huh. Like. Just could be yeah. awkward walking around for the next day and a half. I mean, I think that, like, we would have to do it right and get make sure that one of us was really hungover. <laughs> just just really uh -huh. hungover. Uh-huh. Because that's apparently a really good way to get hydrated. <laughs> if that makes uh, sense. Sure. I mean, he the guy was talking about he had a fever, and he ejected his nuts with saline. Nuts with saline. <laughs> like, uh. Uh. Anyways, we got to talk about other things. We got to talk about other things. Something else other than injecting saline into a crotch. Yeah, I played. I watched the Mons. Uh, I watched the movie from 1960 with uh, the guy from Bullock, who I forgot his name. Uh, which, if you haven't seen Bullock, you're a fucking horrible person. Bullet. Yeah, you know the movie about a uh, Mustang. It's a. Uh, 1968. It's a San Francisco cop, Steve McQueen. Um, 
It has the scene. It has the quintessential car chase of all time. Where it's a Dodge Charger versus a Mustang. And it's it's just amazing. It's just the one of the coolest movies ever. If that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Um, so we watched Le Mans, which is a movie about the legendary race um, called Le Mans. Um, it's like 1970. That movie is great. Um, it has 917s, it has Ferraris, and it's about basically Porsche versus Ferrari. And it's a very good movie. Um, it has about maybe 20 minutes of actual dialogue, maybe less, actually 10, 10 minutes of actual dialogue. So it's perfect. It's the best movie ever. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I watched Le Mans, um... It's a very nice movie. All the character acting is done really well. And uh, it's kind of like Top Gun, if I say that much. It's just a very feel-good movie. Right. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, do you guys have any questions about it or anything like that? I know Alan probably doesn't. Vote it. He's looking at Bullet. Here, I'll send. Yeah, Steve, uh, I got Steve McQueen, and I got the other one, which is De- uh, Tani uh, Terjo. Yeah, it's spelt like there's an entire B U L L I T T. Yeah, it's yeah, that's the. One yeah, it's the one move. It's the movie with the Mustang. Well, which... the other one's got a Mustang on the cover too. I mean, there's a remake? I mean, they shouldn't. <laughs> but it's 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 the one where the it's the Mustang's like the main hero car, if that makes sense. And mm, the right, scene whatever. I'm talking about is whatever. Um yeah. But okay, Lamont's is pretty good. Lamont's is pretty good. It's a pretty good movie. I think Alan would like it. Maybe. Yeah. Josh, don't know. He'd probably be like, this is an incredibly derogatory movie. Because this, I'll, I'll do a little bit of a spoiler cast. The movie basically starts with like one of the, the main girl's husband, who we don't know her name. We know that her last name is Bellini, um, dies in a car crash. And Steve McQueen's character basically is the driver who shunted him. He lost control of his car in the rain. Um, the 917 drove into a Ferrari back end. The Ferrari gas tank ignited, killing the driver. And Steve McQueen's was the character who, who lived. Because um, yeah. the 917s... Because the 917s were actually a pretty good car. Um, even though they're like one of the most insane death traps ever built. Um, and that's saying something. Um, it's very period correct they actually crashed a 917 with a driver in it. The driver actually lost his legs. Um, and as you're watching this movie, it's basically, it's about 40, it's about 45 minutes to an hour of just like car racing. Like that's the plot. That's the main initial conflict is the crash, the race happening, Porsche versus Ferrari. There's about 20 minutes of dialogue. There's literally a scene where Steve McQueen is just walking the fairy grounds and there's no dialogue. It's just music. It's great. I love it. It's a really good movie. It's almost as good as uh, Later Alligator. Josh? Oh. <laughs> you just went whiplashing pretty hard into my subject. Even I mean, I don't know how to really kind of like explain it. It's just a, I, I need, I liked it. It was a really good race uh, movie. And then, like, I watched a little bit of Le Mans. Um, uh, there was a really bad C8 crash, which kind of shitty. Uh, because, well, okay, I'll talk a little bit about it. So, Alan, you know the Corvette C8? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Lamont's prototype threw one of those cars into the wall and ruined uh, GM's, like, actually winning Lamont for once in their life, which is, like, kind of tragic because I don't think GM has ever won Lamont. They always bring shitty Corvettes, and the Corvette C8's actually a pretty good car. So, there was that. Um, but yeah, no, we're going to talk about a later alligator now. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, the point-and-click adventure game uh, about a uh, invest- basically a no- noir slash uh, investigation of trying to figure out who is out to get a character in the game. Uh, I think his name is Mike. But <laughs> although the funny thing is, the character assumes he's going to uh, like someone's out to get him and try to uh, kill him. Uh, but pretty sure, you know, it's not what he what he thinks, but you're just along with the ride of like trying to basically help him out and figure out what's going to uh, what's going to happen. And uh, yeah, like the whole game is, I want to say whimsy and cute because so, like the way the style is and how the game works and like the way that the characters interact with you and the like how people are hanging out in this like it, the game feels realistic and feels like an actual environment people chill out and do stuff in so yeah, yeah and like the whole game just has this great feel about it and it's like wow i wouldn't mind being transported into this universe because it's like huh everything's so freaking chill <laughs> like man this is feels this feels good uh and also like a lot of the a lot of of course it's a point and click adventure there's a lot of reading and stuff it's actually pretty good uh, reading like it's a lot of good mm-hmm. jokes and like uh, there's even a few references here and there to uh like other online like videos and stuff like there's a spider-man and batman and badman uh reference in the game which is surprising when i first saw it i'm like what the hell and when I got to when I got that prize item, the the freaking the reference, uh, one of the characters in the game was like, "Man, I haven't seen this in years." I'm like, "You know what this is?" <laughs> oh, like, that's, that's amazing. Let me tell you. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, "This is amazing." Uh, but yeah, like uh, the style is very cute. The like again, like in a uh, the uh, later alligator style is that. Uh, yeah, it's noirs all, all get out, but everyone's an alligator. So <laughs> it's all this cute uh, cartoon style of everyone's alligators, and it just goes with it. Uh, it Do they also- look like Freddy Fazbear or something like that? No, they're not Freddy Fazbear. They're more, if I could say, comic book, kind of. Oh. Maybe more like, I guess, kids book type of styling, if I were, you know, try to pick a style because mm. it's very simple lines and like the characters are more uh silhouetted the characters are more like you could tell it's an alligator on like you know you could you could look at it and go yeah that's totally an alligator uh and also uh, another thing that helps push me through the game is the music is one of the best musics i've heard in a long while uh it, it, it's did not, it make I, did it make you feel something inside your jammies? It like it it kind of helped me bring my bring me into that universe even harder because I'm like, oh shit! Like the music selection, uh, I would say as you're going to from different scenes, is spot on, like absolutely spot on. Uh, so your your it's your ankles were rustled. <laughs> exactly, super rustled. Uh, they were so rustled. Yeah, like I'm, ju- I'm just thinking of the music in my head, and I'm like, "Fuck, that is some good music." Like, there's even lyrics that go with the the, the music in the game. Mm. I'm not sure if it's like kind of gibberish music, like lyrics, but I have to I have to look into it, see if there is actual you know lyrics to the music. But like, yeah, like the whole feel and everything about the game is fantastic. Uh, actually, what is the original OG price of this? Because I got it on sale because I was like, oh, yeah, there's this point and click adventure game everyone was talking about, like, I guess a couple years before. And I was like, man, I want to just, you know, check this out because it's like, man, this seems like a cool, you know, point and click adventure. And uh, so I got it on sale. Ah, I see it's half off from 20 bucks. 
So it's uh, $10.24 on sale right now. And for like 10 bucks, it's like, yeah, that's it's a pretty good point and click adventure game with like interesting characters you go and talk to and all these like each character is a different weird alligator. And like, yeah, it's it's a fantastic, fun, whimsy game full of fucking whimsy. Oh, man, so much whimsy. How much whimsy are we talking about here? Um, if you were to put I don't know, Undertale, like that's that, oh. like that's a lot of whimsy. I would say a later alligator is like just maybe a notch below, but it has a different flavor of it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and it's like it's just like it's very cute. The whole the whole thing is like, oh, man, this is so a lot of time and effort put into everything about like the looks and the drawing art style and how the characters are animated. Like it's really, I like it real good. 10 out of 10. Get it, probably get it on sale. Cause I feel like about halfway through it technically, although mm-hmm. I'm, I might be off. I maybe I'm a quarter away through it, but still it's like, I think it's kind of short, but uh, I would recommend a later alligator is just, it's very, it's a very fun point of click adventure game. And yeah, and also I should probably get the music, the soundtrack to this game because it's it's real good music. The music's real good. Oh no wonder it's by Too Mellow. That's why it's so good. Fuck. Oh. Let's get here. I'll... Yeah, I'm gonna look this up. Uh, oh no, I'm gonna look it up right now because it's. On, I assume it's on Steam. I'm just oh yeah. Uh, later alligator. Yeah. Again, ten out of ten. I like it. 10 out of 10. Is it better than WrestleMania? Uh, WWE 1998. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, WWF No Mercy. It's hmm. it's close, but it doesn't quite knock it off the pedestal that it is WWF No Mercy. <laughs> 64. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's cool. real good. I recommend it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No. I guess we got to talk about Alan's thing, and then I we can. Really, I didn't play much today. Uh, this this weekend. Uh, well, I played exactly today, and that's it. I only played two games. I played Terran Command. Yeah. Um, how was that? Starship, Starship Troopers. Um, I've I've only played for about thirty minutes, and it's 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 just a standard RTS game where you play as Starship Troopers, um, and you play as the Mobile Infantry. Um, mm. I will say just because I, I I was looking around and looking at some stuff and failing with the game a bit. Um, the opening mission in the game is the Clendathu drop. And I'm like, oh, this is so much fun. It's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other major issue, uh, then I do, then you do go into the rest of the campaign. But there's no like like skirmish mode. Like you just have the campaign missions and then a pair of challenge missions and that's it. And I'm like, oh, that's a little disappointing because I would have liked to have done a, a bit more with the game and like done like, hey, can you play as the bugs? And I, I've seen a bunch of the uh, of the um, of the bugs in the game because I watched uh, Remy from Down Under play the, through the game entirely, so I know what I'm getting into. And I like I've seen the the new power suits from the uh, Starship Troopers Invasion and Traitor of Mars, which is really cool. And they're like a spe- uh, essentially in this game, they're special forces. Um, you have the Marauders from Starship Troopers three, four, and five. You have um, uh, rocket troopers, engineers, um, e pulse rifles, um, and then you have like specialist specialist officers and stuff like that. And it's actually really really cool. Um, and I've really I've really like I love the look of the models too because it also has the bugs from later games too, as well as makes reference to the um, parasite bugs, which is in Starship Troopers too. Um, parasite bugs, they would literally like be, you'd end up swallowing one and it would burrow into the back of your neck and then latch onto your spinal cord and then take over you. So you were, they would, it was a, like a mind control bug and it's actually really well done. It's in the game. Like it's not in the game where like they just, oh, Hey, I've got like, I've got your MI troops. No, it's a very subtle little point of like, Hey, we just did a mission that should have been a like knockout win. And we just got wiped. What the fuck just happened? And so they started like, and that's when they realized like, Oh, they've got parasite bugs. And it's really cool. Um, they got really nice looking designs for things like the scorpion, the plasma, the tanker. Um, they've got the tiger and the Royal guard warrior bugs. And they look really cool. Um, 
they show off um what's that other one i'm trying to think of there's another bug oh they got bombardier bugs too which is just like they roll up and they blow up and it's actually pretty cool uh, the game and again it's just a standard like standard top-down rts you capture point you can call in more reinforcements bugs have burrows that you have to send infantry in to kill uh and you have to send your infantry in with a certain number of strength to go in to destroy the hive and if you don't go in with a proper number of troops they, they'll die they, they they can't do it um and it, it, there's a lot of like really cool stuff in the game but i think right now my biggest gripe is just that specific thing which is there's no skirmish mode there's no ability to play as the bugs i am happy that they don't fall too much onto verhoven's interpretation of the federation there's oh. some of it but there's not much there's not a whole lot i should upgrade to discord nitro god damn it eh whatever i would recommend this game so far but then again i'm gonna have to sit down and play a bit more is there is there a lack of bugs or is there more of a diversity of bugs i don't know uh, no, it's not that there's a diver uh, not a diversity of bugs because you've got the tanker the scorpion you've got all the bugs from all the movies and stuff like that okay um, but the problem is that it does feel like there's not enough bugs on screen. Like Clendatha, you see like the screen like legit get filled up with fuck yeah. tons of bugs. Um, and it's actually like, yo, that's a lot of bugs. And I've already seen a couple of later missions. Like I think the warriors are a little too tough, just a little, but and they're not numerous enough. So like I feel like there's just something missing there. Same with the hoppers. Like a lot of the weaker bugs, like the hoppers, the um, the warriors, some of the, the the first level of uh, upgrade for um, the um, sand uh, sand beetles, the um, tigers are a little too uh, tigers are a little too tough for what they are, but I understand why they're done that way. Um, like they don't feel like there's a there, there is a swarm, but they have a great diversity of like of units. Um, so like. The tanker tanker's really easy. Tanker's fucking surprisingly squishy. Um, the scorpion is really tough, and you will see some missions where they get spammed. Like, yo, what the fuck? Just, just bonkers craziness. Oh no, I, I watched uh, Remy play through one of the missions and then he saw scorpion bugs come out. it's like oh that won't be too hard and then there was an area where he has to take out just one hive but there's so many scorpion bugs there he's just like i just need nothing but rocket troopers for this area and he brings rocket troops and he's not killing them fast enough because they keep spawning more scorpions and he's like holy shit i am struggling to beat this i'm playing on normal difficulty right now so i'm gonna see what that is um but like right now, I think my that's gonna be my biggest concern is that the bugs aren't numerous enough compared to what they should be. But at the same time, I'm not gonna be too upset about that because hey, <coughs> whatever. <coughs> okay. Well, that's that's pretty cool. Like it sounds like a cool game. Um, the other game I played this week or oh today is called Rounds. Yes. Um, and I'm probably going to go back and play it with um, Rory, Stefan, and um, one of my other buddies after which. Hold on, let me look it up. It's it's a pretty fun game, but you need to get um, <laughs> but you need to get some things that are uh, oh, I'm trying to look for the word. You need the I've already seen that picture. It's whatever to me. Um, okay. I, I, I thought it looked pretty cool. Oh no, it does look really cool. Uh, I really love the idea of gradients. I just wish that uh, oh, it's only three dollars uh, and thirty four cents. Yep, but uh, we, we were looking at uh, we were playing it, and we we had to install a mod so that we could do uh, four player. Yeah, uh, three, four player, and stuff like that because it only allows up to two. Oh, that sucks. That that sucks so much. But oh well, that's cool. Did you enjoy it? Um, it's fun. It's just a kind of standard silly game. Mm -hmm. uh, you play a couple rounds. You have to one one or two of you has to win. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to win two rounds, uh, and then your opponents get to choose an upgrade for themselves. Oh yeah. So and upgrades are cards. So they're like there's legit one ability, which is uh you have the ability to shield against attacks, and 
or blo- uh, blocking attacks and stuff like that. And one of the upgrades that I took that helped me like win a couple rounds was bombs. So mm-hmm. when you when you hit your shield ability, you drop bombs. And then the next round, I got trigger, which lets me trigger that twice with one activation. So I'm dropping 10 bombs every time I block. So I just like run over to them, jump, trigger, 10 bombs. <laughs> like, Alan, it's actually pretty, a it's jerk a pretty, move. It's, it's a pretty fun game. Oh, no, there, there are some other ones. Like I had um, Radiance, which is depending upon what I was doing, which when I got close to an enemy, it would trigger um, and it deals damage. And then I had Leech as well. What? What did you say, Josh? Ignore me. Okay. Oh. Um, uh, the game is pretty fun for the most part. Um, I would recommend both, but I'd have to play more of Terran Command to see what else is going on there. Um, and I need to see uh, more with rounds. Although I, li- I really do like the feeling of rounds, but it's a very simple game. So don't expect much. I'm also going to probably end up playing um, another game probably tomorrow called Nebulous Fleet Command. And it looks like a lot of fun. I'm probably going to end up playing a little bit tonight, maybe after after the game, after we finish our session, stuff like that. But I'm uh, I'm actually kind of looking forward to seeing what it's like. Because I really like space simu- uh, space combat simulators, so I, I've got to play Nexus. i got to beat Homeworld 1 and 2. I had to install a mod for Homeworld because, oh my god, there are so many problems with it sometimes. Um, I think one of the big things I would like to do is like I'm hoping to get to play more this weekend um, but I'm also going to try and play um, another game I just got which uh, Jeff might be a little bit happy about but at the same time might be a little unhappy about what which is buy? I bought the the System Shock series oh yeah I kind of want to play them but I know those are RPGs so those might be like very slow pickaxe <laughs> um, well as much as I love it is a classic, and that's why I want to play it. But and at the same time, I know that game is a very slow build-up game. So you got to play it very slowly, very gently, and stuff like that. Um, oh, oh, I got I to share something with you. So, Battletech. Yes. Um, some news came out this week. Um, the next big source book for the game... Um, which is uh, Empire Alone comes out later this month. Yeah. And it's it deals with the Free Worlds League going on the offensive finally. Yep. And in Battletech, territory exchange is usually like 10 systems at most. Merrick, in this book, in the span of a year and uh, roughly a year, one year, takes... 20 to 40 systems. We're yeah. not 100% sure. So they just take territory back. Um, they got a bunch of uh, specific territory back in their core systems, like major uh, major production facilities. Like, and we're all excited because we really like, we want to see how this developed out. The Marian, the, Marian, uh, the Marian Hegemony, which is the space roam, including like a slavery and stuff like that. It's the yeah. only, it's the only faction in all of the inner sphere and, and periphery that has slavery. So it's is, actually really fun. Is the fun. Free World's League the one where you can fuck a mermaid? What? Is the Free World? No, that's Solaris 7. No, Solaris 7's the Gladiary Ring. I thought Solaris um, 7 you're thinking, was the you're place. You're thinking Knopis. Okay. Uh, Free World's League is their neighbor um, and is one, of the ma- is one of the five major successor states. I've been trying to get the- Josh into Battletech and it hasn't been working. Yeah. Um, the, the joke for um, Merrick is the purple parakeet. Mm. Um, I will say that overall, that's that, that that's the, one of the big news. And then the day after that leak came out, um, Catalyst Games put up a event. Uh, they re- released a early access to one of their models, which were going to be the limited production run. Um, model for the month, which was going to be later in the month, which was going to be an Ilkhan mech called the Hammerhead. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted it because it's a really nice looking mech. It's an Ilkhan era mech, so it's like 30, uh, 3150 onwards and stuff like that. But the reason why it came out early rather than like the six months later that they were going to do um, is because Ironwind, me- uh, Ironwind, 
Iron Wind minute, uh, Models or Metal. I can't remember which the name of the company is. They produce uh, metal, uh, pewter metal models of specific Battletech models. So like the Apollo. They produce all the metal figures of the old stuff. Um, as well as ground vehicles, air vehicles, some spaceships. They have resin drop ships and stuff like that. One of the founders came down with, uh, with life-threatening cancer. Oh, no. So what the what the catalyst did was they put the, the put the model out early, said everything from this production run goes to her, and within a within ten hours of it going up, it was sold out. That makes sense. Um, and then and then and then this is the next big thing, and then on top of that, the um, oh my god, I'm looking for the word now, the uh the they set up a kick a uh, little GoFundMe for the family to help deal with the uh, stuff and within the week i think they set it up on monday i think by wednesday they had reached all their stretch goals that sounds about right um and a lot of people are very proud uh proud of the community doing stuff like that and i'm hoping because like i actually really like i've got some iron wind metal uh miniatures already i got a srm carrier i got carnivore heavy uh assault tanks and i got lrm carriers uh, and they're the male models, and they're pretty. They're kind of. They're very nice. They're they're surprisingly nice. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing like, like I kind of want to see uh, some of the air models like the patent tank and the um, a couple other mechs and stuff like that, and just just to see what they're see what they're like and stuff like that. I mean, um, I got so the Callus Games guy I always play with on Wednesday. Yep. Uh, um, he bought me one, and uh, yeah, I've been assembling it. I'm I need to paint it. Which, which model really, did you get? I think it's the Ursel. Hold on. Ironwood. It's a uh, Ursel, I think. Hold on. The Ursel Major. Maybe. I think it is. Just take a picture. Take a picture of. Like, yeah. I assume you've got the ball. Yeah, I do. I'll, I'll take a picture of it later if I can find. If I can't find it. Yeah. Like I, there's only a couple mechs I want from Ironwinds, because I'm just gonna wait for plastic and resin and stuff like that for. Um, but most of what I'm gonna get is their combat vehicle stuff. But there is like two or three com- uh, battle mechs I really want to get. I want to get which a- is the Apollo. Yeah. I really want the Apollo. I need to. Oh man, the Apollo is the Apollo is just an archer but smaller. I need to order a bunch of uh, BattleTech mechs from industrial parking games which has now become my local game store because it's local to me yeah that's fair yeah um i got a buddy who's printing me off miniatures and stuff like that but yeah i'm thinking about i it. want i want to get oh the other news that literally actually just came out today related to battletech um oh, yeah? the wolf's dragoon stuff is now up for sale on catalyst games so you don't have to buy it from because Bar- it was exclusive to barnes and nobles for a long time the wolf's dragoon stuff the one that comes with the Annihilator, the reposed Mad Cat, reposed Rifleman, reposed Archer, and reposed B, uh, Blackjack, which is also different versions of the Blackjack. The Blackjack is the BJ2. I.e. the one sorry. that you want. <laughs> no, 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 no. The the BJ2 and the BJ3 are really, like, I think it's the BJ2. It's because it got two large lasers and, uh, and two SRM, SRM fork, fours on it, which so is okay. The, which one is it? Wolf Dragoon. Um, it comes with an archer 4M? 5M? Um, which has, instead of two medium lasers on the back, which I still love the fact that that's a thing in, in Battletech. Hey, there's rear-facing weapon uh, weapon arcs. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, but that it's got, instead of those rear-facing arcs uh, lasers, it's got two SRM carriers or SRM missile launchers on the front underneath its LRM-20s. It's got a rifleman which is just a this just a standard 3N rifleman, but it's just reposed, and it's got an alternate version of the Mad Cat, which still has its LRM 15s for shoulder-mounted things. Yeah, it does have its LRM. No, it looks like no, it has an LRM 20, and it has I think PPCs instead of the large lasers. Yeah, it looks like I don't know. They look the same. Um, I I kind of need a rifleman, but the problem is is like money. Many. Yeah, no, that's fair. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm probably, be, I'm gonna, I'm be cutting back on buying stuff for the next little while because I got to prep for school already. Yeah. Anyways, we gotta talk. Well, I gotta buy a treadmill, so that's like two thousand dollars down the chain. 
Yeah, well, you can go to Costco and usually get stuff like that. Treadmills? Yeah. Yeah, but they won't be good. No, uh, the one I had from Costco back before it broke. And I should have just got them just like, hey, can you repair this? And how much is it going to cost me to repair? Because I was still under warranty, but I, I, I just said, no, we're going to return it. We're going to get the money back and stuff like that. I should have just got it repaired. But that's beside the point. That thing was really good. Like it had alternating levels to decrease of angle. It had uh, different levels of speed. It had um, a really good heart monitor and stuff like that. It had a uh, – it was so good. I, mean, um, I, think, but, I think I'm going to go to Flynn Fitness and kind of see what they got. Yeah, that's another good place to go. Yeah. Because, like, the real – the thing is, is, like, the way my treadmill failed is it just, like, it has no power whatsoever. So you put the key in, it doesn't turn on. And I'm like, huh. Fuck. Shit. So I'm thinking, like, either a capacitor went, and I'm just, like, instead of dealing with it, I'm just going to, like, fucking buy a new one. So I'm just, like, whatever. So uh, I'm looking at, like, a $2,000 treadmill because I'm like, fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. Oh no. The tre- if you want a good treadmill, you have to spend like at least fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. No. It's that's not the issue. I might be late for the tomorrow's meeting, Josh. By the way. I don't think Josh is here. Josh, you there? I exist oh. still. Ah, oh, I was gonna. We were gonna start talking about orc massage. Oh right, the best-selling <laughs> game about orc massages, right? Alan, you might want to sign off for this. <laughs> Orc Massage. All right. I've already heard about this game, but I'm going to look it up now. Oh, boy. It's a really good massage game. Orc. Yeah, there it is. Orc Massage. It's a very good massage game. It's a very good game. Very interesting. It's a very interesting. Oh, puzzle look, it's, game. A hen- yep, it's a hentai game. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that's not a, nothing new there. I, I mean, I mean, there's with. a lot of tits. There's a lot of boobs. Some would say the boobs are the most important part. The S's are also pretty nice and done. Um, so I played Orc Massage. How was it? It was okay. <laughs> Just a lot like... of it was a lot of it was worrying that my roommate was going to come downstairs and be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Research. What else it looks like? I'm doing research, buddy. Don't worry about it. I, I was like. <laughs> All I think anytime you're doing research, you have to put on a lab coat and then science glasses. And then you have to be like, all right, I got my got my notes uh, here and I'm ready to take down uh, notes. I'm doing research on this orc massage. Are you talking about like when you're describing me whenever I watch Project Melody? Uh, Yep. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I have to put goggles on a jacket. And and whether or not I have other pants on is another story. But that's besides the point. God damn yeah. it. I mean, I, sure. funny enough, one of the th- I mean, I knew about Orc Massage in the first place, like because Steam recommended to me because why wouldn't it Steam recommended to me? Uh, so I was like, <laughs> I was like so here's yeah, here's the problem with playing hentai games on Steam. But what's the problem with hentai games on Steam? Is your you friends can see you playing it. Yeah, Steam announces or, to the world. you know, you could do the smart thing, which is set yourself. Which is what I did. Invisible. <laughs> which is what I did, because I didn't want that negative connotation. But I was more cons- I was more concerned about, like, all of a sudden getting, like, like, a message from, like, one of my coworkers from, like, my former job. Being like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you playing? <laughs> so, <laughs> Like, dude, seriously, we all can see you playing this porn game. What the fuck? <laughs> let's not, uh, let's ignore the part about like me playing a porn game for twenty minutes, and like focus on that aspect because that was like probably the most like unnerving thing ever. Because I'm sitting there being like, oh god, I hope nobody notices me playing this porn game. Oh god. I Knowing, mean, yeah, the way Steam con- constructs, like, to them, allow porn games in the first place is interesting, but at, at the same time, they have this weird, like, double standard of what they allow and not allow. I so, mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. 
It, yeah, but there's like no set in stone rules about it. It's just so up in the air. They can just kind of pick and choose what they want to allow or not allow. I which mean, is, yeah, yeah, it's just kind of weird. So you can play games like Orc Massage and that's fine. But it seems like I don't know, like there's some other stuff like other games. They have to jump through more hoops just to get their games on Steam. But there's some other ones. It's like, well, it's very blatant what this is, but it's fine. And it makes no sense. I mean, I have no problem with like, so here's the thing. Okay. Yeah. Work massage is a game. You know what it is. You're playing it so that you can have fiercely a massage from an orc. Get, you're playing it so you can fiercely masturbate to a tiger girl, a harpy, and other, an elf. Uh, so far. Yeah. So it far. has interesting mini game mechanics of where you have to massage a girl in order to make her comfortable and then you basically massage her again to relieve stress and tension whether or not she's naked that's another story um and then you have to actually make her come mm -hmm. and then you have the sex then you do the lewd then you do the lewd um and so there's an there's another aspect of the game which is just a rhythm game where you just basically beat the shit out of women and apparently that makes them feel good so you hit them with like you basically karate chop their back to a rhythm and if you do a good enough job they feel better so that's that's what i learned that's what i learned this week and uh yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. So you're saying it's 10 out of 10? Orkansage? 10 out of 10? I'm going to say, I'm going to say, like, you know what you're getting into. We all know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Sure. Uh, I have to say, to add on top of the Ork Massage, uh, it's a <laughs> weird, like, coincidence uh, you know, I like to watch Vinny Vine Sauce and his, you know, some of his streams. I usually watch his YouTube a lot. Uh, he was making jokes a lot because he was playing a fantasy game before, like an RPG or something. And he was just making jokes of orcs. And he's like, oh, you don't want a massage from an orc. Oh, that orc massage. That's a bad idea. Not knowing orc, <laughs> orc massage exists. So when he's making these jokes... I was like, oh, he probably knows about it or something, because it's like, why would he say orc massage? And then it turns out... And then you on, realize he didn't. Yeah. Later on, he's like, oh, fuck, there is an orc massage video game. And then he then he plays it, and of course, he has to censor the f an F-ton of the game because it's pornography. There's a lot of fucking that goes on. Yep, yep. So I I would say if you have free time, look up Vinny Vine Sauce or <laughs> Vinny Vine Sauce Orc Massage. And it's a funny video. Like, trust me, because he had to, like, find unique ways to censor. And <laughs> the ways he did it were pretty good. I, I mean, I, I just, you know, I, I can't really, like, sit there and say, like, oh, it's such a good game and all that sort of stuff. Because you know what you're getting into. Yeah. I know what you're getting into. We all know. We all know. Okay. If you don't know, you're you're a disgusting pervert. But that's besides the point. Uh, anyways, um, yeah. That's it. Well, we can talk about Halo Reach because I also played Halo Reach. Oh, we've already played Halo Reach. We've already, we've dug that topic into the ground, dude. Yeah, but I played the mods, and uh, man, which mod? Uh, it's the one where you basically have zombies. It's basically Call of Duty zombies. Oh, it, dude, that game is getting better. Twenty, no, ten years later, that game is getting better, and it's 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 crazy. It's scary. Scary how good it is. I want to play Call of Duty, uh, Call of Duty Zombies. So why aren't you just playing Firefight? Because Call of Duty Zombies sucks, and Firefight's good. 
That's why I said, I want to play Call of Duty Zombies. Then why aren't you just playing Firefight? Because I wanted to play Call of Duty Zombies. They're two very different games. <sighs> Call, of Duty's, Call of Duty Zombies is like... I don't know how to explain it. Call of Duty Zombies is basically Call of Duty refined and actually good. It takes all the best parts of like Left 4 Dead and actually locks you into a map. So like it's just never ending Left 4 Deadness. Um, whereas Firefight is basically just Horde mode, but Halo. And less refined, which is even more disappointing. But I don't think... No, I wouldn't agree with that. Every wave is actually specifically designed out in those games. Yeah, that's a fair. Which thing. I would, which I would argue is actually a, like a really good thing because I think that's a problem for like the thing um, with Call of Duty is like they just constantly like here's we're gonna give you more and more enemies we're gonna give you more and more enemies go until you fail. And, whereas like the maps are very intricately designed, there's a lot of stuff going on in them. And, like, there's actually a legitimate story that goes along with Call of Duty Zombies. Which is kind of insane. Like, if, if, if Activision wanted my money, they would actually just make Call of Duty Zombies its own separate franchise at this point. But they don't, so thus we don't... They don't get my money. Yeah. Yeah. But... The fact that it was like a Halo mod actually makes me really happy. So, and uh, then we can talk about uh, Trudeau apparently doing controversial things again. Oh, yeah, Trudeau has uh, apparently was pressuring uh, the Nova Scotia uh, RCMP in order to not just do things so that he could pass gun laws. I don't really understand the story. It's been a couple of weeks since I actually read the story. Yeah. But well, uh, honestly, with that situation, you're going to have to wait and find out. Yeah. It, it, he's being more of a fucktard. The one that actually annoys me is uh, Bill C-10 or Bill C-11, yeah. um, which is him trying to... Online control. He's trying to restrict the internet in such a way where the way he's saying it is he wants to restrict the internet so that Canadians can get their information out. But it's like an actual fact. It's like you're doing government censorship. So that way, then you won't be able to have like these individual creators. And thus, you're hurting a lot more of the community, which is funny because like the creators that it would be impacting, like it would be impacting people like Tim Pool, uh, a lot of these uh, Viva Fry and stuff like that, you know, Canadians. <laughs> Temple's not a Canadian, I should clarify. But like, it, I thought Temple was. No, he's uh, American. Lived on the south side of Chicago. Um, but it's like, it impacts people like Linus Sebastian from Linus Tech Tips, who makes a lot of the YouTube videos that I watch and learn about technology from. Got me into system administration. Um, and it ended up leading to me actually being able to get a job and actually be able to buy a house. Um, he's restricting people like Hardware Connects, where I go for like case reviews and shit on computer parts. Um, he, this is going to be restricting like places where like I actively go. And so basically, it's taking the open internet and basically shattering it because reasons like the reason why doesn't really make sense at the end of the day. Yeah. It's more along the lines of like, he's doing it because he can. So that way then he's just going to do it and say, fuck it. That makes sense. But, uh, yeah. <sighs> Josh, do you have an opinion on this? Uh, nope. Hmm. Although I, I've been ignoring this entirely and finding uh, videos of perfectly cut screams over and over, so. <laughs> Josh is just like, like, he doesn't really care about politics until, like, it fucks him. Until it fucking's in my face. And I go, okay, I guess I have to deal with it. Yeah. Like, when, like, if somebody punched Josh in the throat, he would be like, fuck. 
<laughs> I, I guess I have to deal with this now. Yeah, I guess I have to murder this person because he felt like punching me in the neck. Whereas, like, most of us would be like, Josh, why the fuck did you take that? I just go, what the fuck? He just did it. He just... He just punched me in the it. neck. Josh, why did you let him punch you in the neck? It just came out of nowhere. It hit me in the neck. You punched me in the neck, bro. Fuck. It's okay. We love you, Josh. Even Alan. Yep. Even Alan. Yup. So, anyways. Is that a podcast? Is that a podcast? Is that a podcast? Sounds like a podcast. I think it's about an hour and two minutes, so unless somebody wants to talk about something. Nah, I'm good. Or magically summon Ben. No, don't fight. I mean, I mean, the last time we ended up having an hour conversation where Ben basically said religion is stupid. That was fun. <laughs> I mean, not wrong. Kind of stupid. I mean, a little bit. Just a little. A little bit. You know. Give me a little bit. <laughs> anyway. Thank you for listening to the Black Mike Games Podcast, episode 354. My name is Jeff. That was Josh. And there's Alan. They're all sitting there now waiting for me to say something stupid so that you can make fun of me. Um, no. This ended. We can. Okay. You can listen to us every Thursday on blackmangames.podbean.com. You can also subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app of choice, which is greatly appreciated. If you leave a review, we won't read it because fuck you. I should, we, we'll go, holy shit, someone left a review. Josh will read it and he uh, will try to implement the changes into the show. No, and I'll we'll just make, go, holy shit, someone, someone listened. Who does and that? Then and or Alan will read it and then try to implement changes to, into the show, and then I will just be too lazy and just say "fuck you." <laughs> that's that's usually how that goes. Um, you subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Choice. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you. I'm good to go. I don't have much to talk about this week. I have I have so much to talk about. Words do not express. We got to no. talk about Le Mans racing, Bill C11, the uh, Nova Scotia controversy. We got so much to talk about, boys and girls. We could talk about Roe v. Wade, but I don't think anyone wants to hear a bun- bunch of kids from Canada talk about how great it is that we have abortion. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Alan, you, do you agree with that? With what? I'm pretty sure a bunch of people don't want to hear. Last week was a pretty heady talking licks because like we had Ben on and Ben was like raging pretty hard. He had a hate boner. About what? Oh, what happened last week? Beyond Ro- like he was raging about Roe v. Wade? Yeah, he was really upset. <laughs> about Roe v. Wade being overturned? I mean, I think that's fair. I don't know. I think it's a good thing. I It depends on your perspective. I think that... I have a mixed opinion on it. I think that, like... 
I think I think is, if it was any I think it was any other group except for Republicans and Democrats, I would be probably pissed. But because it's those two groups, I'm actually kind of mortified. No, because the option is the option is like we kill a baby if that's coming out of the womb or the, and that's law across the no. land. OK, no. Oh, my God. Holy shit. That means nobody know, understands what fucking Roe v. Wade is. No, Holy I'm fuck. talking about when they try to codify it. No, I I get that, but uh, all right. Roe v. Roe v. Wade was uh, it was like first semester. It was a Supreme Court decision. Yeah, that was federal overreach. Yeah, no, I I agree with the overturning of it. Yes, the reason why I'm like the reason why I'm kind of angry about it is because it's like if it's either of those groups, it's just a shit show. Well, no, like you've got some, you've got like a lot of places are like. A lot of the places, even like a lot of people are like, oh, well, like, we get we should get Europeans like, no, Europe, Europe is way more strict than America. Yeah. Europeans like, is actually. Europe is actually the one I agree with the most. Uh, you mean no abortions? No, Europe is uh, some European countries are 13 weeks. Um, Very few. Yes. Like, I think it's three that are 13 weeks. Like, Europe is very restrictive on abortions. See, this is the reason why I enjoy our conversations, because I'm always informed. Hang on. And it's more along the lines of, like, you just, like, correct me, and I'm just like, oh, I'm stupid. (laughs) Uh, Let me see. Let me look at the thing. Pretty sure it's 13 weeks. All right, so abortion is uh, legal, but uh, the the, sheet, the one that I've got is actually pretty bad because it doesn't actually correctly show off the information. Um, legal limit for most of Europe is bet- uh, for almost all of Europe minus England because it's not on the on the thing is between eleven and twenty weeks, so roughly that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I know that there's a bunch of restrictions on all these things too. Yeah. Um. A really good example: Poland has no has no uh, no abortions. Finland has no abortions. Um, a number of Portugal doesn't have like has less than ten weeks, which is the same as um, the United uh, as the Texas. Believe it or not, um, a lot of the United States is actually twenty one to thirty weeks. I just here, here here's my honest opinion about it: is I think that like if okay, I'm gonna say I think I have like two major opinions on this is when you're talking about like the bullshit that happened with Roe v. Wade, the bullshit surrounding Roe v. Wade is a lot more angering than actually the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Yeah, obviously. Like I think everyone except for the people who are deranged lunatics on Twitter, which besides the point um are mad and i think that they have every right to be mad but like yeah. at the same time i'm like i'm like it's not really a law it yeah. was All right. somebody who lied <laughs> um well yeah there there's a lot of things going on there um but the thing is with roe v wade um i prefer like the federal government had 4 years to put a law in place yeah they didn't do anything with it yeah. Even when the Democrats had House and Senate ownership. Yeah. So they did nothing. So Well, they needed that voter issue. Yeah, well, that's always been their voter issue. Uh, one of the big voter issues. Um, secondly, Roe v. Wade is a massive overreach because it's essentially writing law from court rather mm-hmm. than being an elected, elected personnel. Yeah. Um, and it's the reason why a lot of lawyers are like, no, this is a very bad precedent. That you like when you talk with them, it's like no, it's a very bad precedent. It, it's a very like at best you could look at it, and it would look like it's kind of like on old like on rickety stilts. And then the moment you start digging into it, you find out those rickety stilts are rotted. The there's no nails in it, and that a gentle breeze will just gently push it over. So it's yeah. a very bad precedent to set like set a lot of things on. Hmm. Um, the other thing is with Roe v. Wade is. Roe v. Wade should have been used as a springboard to get a federal law put into place. Um, 
And then Roe v. Wade could have been like, hey, yeah, no, we're overturning Roe v. Wade, but the law is now in place. Don't need to worry about it. Yeah. Which is the thing that they should be doing. They should be pushing to get like a law in place so it has this is the minimum amount, uh, the minimum amount of weeks you have to allow for abortion. After that is determined by state. I, I personally, I personally think that what the Republicans should do is as soon as they come out, they should put abortion laws into reasonable abortion laws into place, and well, then when the, and then have the Democrats come out against it. Um, okay, so here's the really funny thing about uh, abortions down the states. So most uh, a couple states that have like some really really long periods of time. So like New York and mm-hmm. a couple, uh, I think Washington, they don't record what their abort like the breakdown of what the abortions reasons for getting them were. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida does. Um, and remember, like the, my my three big my three big points are rape, incest, and medical reasons. Yeah, like as in the mother and the, the mother and child will die in birth if you don't commit to this abortion. Yeah. And you want to know what those three categories are, like percent wise? I kind of know what they are. Less than ten percent across all three. All three across. Um. Secondly, the medical reason one. Mm-hmm. That is so insanely rare that it's not even not point one. Yeah, it's like. 10% most of them no. are. No, 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 no. Or it's, it's like less than a percentage. It's no, less than not 0.1, less than 0.1%. Mm. Even back when Roe v. Wade came in, that's how statistically low it is. That's pretty low. Anyways, um, we should... yeah, we should get to the podcast where we shouldn't be talking about this because it's been already talked well, the, about. The only reason why I'm talking about it is because like, eh, reasons. Where's my... Fit for less card. Oh well, my treadmill broke. I'm very sad about that. Oh no, yeah, it broke. Shit, she died. She did. The motor. Uh, something. <laughs> so like, I have to go to Fit for Less again, which I just found my gym membership card. Yay! Uh, all right. I so, have only two. I only have two games to talk about this week. I played Terran Command and I played. Um, that game you guys saw me playing a little while ago. No, oh, Browns. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. You I have played, the money to get more people in. I played a porn game. I played a bunch of. I, I played some uh, last week. I played not last week. The week before, I played BattleTech, like tabletop. Um, oh, you actually came in and played BattleTech? No, I didn't play with. I didn't go down there. I played at a, my local game store, which is Red. Uh, Red Claw Gaming on one thirty seventh. Yeah, the and last time uh, I went into there, I felt like as if I was an enemy combatant. Red Claw Gaming. Yeah. Do you know where Red Claw Gaming even is? It's like North Edmonton. Yeah, it's North Edmonton. It's a really nice place. They've, they've moved very, locations. It's very nice. Why did you feel like a hostile combatant going in there? I I walked in there and I said hi, and the guy like kind of like gave me a side like look and i was just like Ugh. yeah if it was dave or probably dave, yeah he's ex-military same with Le- uh leanne she's i think ex-military yeah i like it's run by park. it's run by military vets okay yeah um the other big thing is when i talked to them I, that that went away and very quickly oh so i bought some more salvage boxes you bad person um, cause I was just like, uh, uh, because well, I also bought another urban Lance cause mm-hmm. that means I now got two of them. So I've got two hunchbacks, two Ravens, two victors and three, vict- uh, three enforcers. Cause I pulled one in a, in a salvage box and I was just like sitting there looking at the salvage boxes that they, they, they just like put them out on the shelf. I'm like, fuck it. I'll pick up three, got three light mechs out of it. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. Then like, I'm like, all right, first one, uh, it's a, it's a vixen, whatever, uh, vixen, whatever. I'll put that into the clans, uh, popped up the next one. It's a howler. All right. Put that one in the clans. And I popped up the thir- third one. It's a fucking wolfhound. I was like, wow, I have. Almost all the mechs in one of the one of the Interstellar Striker sets, which is the BJ, the Jenner, um, the Wolfhound, and the Panther. That's all in one set. And I'm sitting there looking at it, and I'm just going like, man, I want to buy another one of those boxes. But I also want to get the Heavy Lance, or the Heavy Battle Lance, which is the Banshee, Centurion, Grasshopper, and Hatchet Man. Because I really love my Banshee and my Centurion, so I want to get more of those. I have a but Banshee. I'm gonna be How holding- many mech? Oh, God, you have a problem. Uh, I have a hundred. 
that that's too many. Uh, but that's one of every set, including the Wolf Dragoons, who just actually went up for sale on Catalyst on the Catalyst site. Yeah. Anyways, we should sink so that way then yep. Josh can talk about I don't know pouring dicks. No. Oh. Josh was very interested in ball inflation. Yeah, we need we need to we need to sink. So sink in three, two, one.